Hi there, my name is Craig Matson, and this is an episode from season three of the podcast Spiritual Capital. And during this season, I'm promoting my book, frankly, but I'm sharing lightly edited portions from the book itself. So think of this as like a free version of Audible. I'd like to read to you just a little bit of some of the backstory of my research, especially at a, at a critical point when the research turned. And it happened for me at a conference called SOCAP. And let me pick it up from page 14 of my book. One of the first interview subjects I reached back out to after sinking down into shelter in place was Diaman Harjis, a self-described social banker from Indianapolis. Diaman talked about economics in a way I found initially bewildering. He spoke of moving millions of dollars in his neighborhood, in some of the not-so-prosperous sections of Indianapolis. What is he talking about? I wondered. He would also tell of going to neighborhood homes and asking folks to tell him a story. He would catalyze these stories with a simple prompt, something like, tell me the story of how you were born, or tell me a time when you gave money away without expecting anything in return. The questions he asked people, he said, would, quote, pull you and the rest of your ecology into it, close quote. In this way, he said, he was able to bank neighborhood narratives about gifts that were circulating in his community. The resources he was pointing to were both economic and social, but they were hidden until his storytelling and story listening activated them, pushing them into neighborhood circulation. I wasn't sure I'd heard anything like this among all the people I'd interviewed. The longer that I've mulled over what Diamond said the more I've learned that what he's roving for is a resourcefulness that doesn't superimpose uncanny optimism on state or corporate programs, though he makes use of both. Nor does it tax the inner lives of powerfully innovative individuals, though he strikes me as one of those. Instead, the knack that Diamond alerted me to and exemplified in his practice has everything to do with making visible resources that are already present in his neighborhood. His goal is not to rescue others or to lift others up. His goal is to recognize hidden vitality, to spot inconspicuous liveliness, to attend to the barely perceptible happenings of a community's ecology. I'll have more to say about Diamond in a later chapter, but suffice it to say for now that meeting him helped shift my attention from an impractical dream of spiritual inwardness to an organizationally competent construal of spiritual capital. After I met him, I started indexing this resourcefulness everywhere. I'm writing this book in hopes that you'll take up a similar accounting. That was a segment from my newly published book, Why Spiritual Capital Matters. You can purchase this on abebooks.com or on Better World Books or any number of online vendors. My name's Craig Matson, and I'd be grateful for your purchase of the book, yes, but also, and more importantly, for your extension of the book's conversations. It reports on the findings from some 45 social entrepreneurs or people in the socially entrepreneurial space 
And I'd be so interested to hear your take on those findings and my synthesis of them. You can send me a note at spiritualcap at gmail.com. And I'd love for you to check out my website. It's a good place to sort of wend your way towards purchasing the book. It's spiritualcap.org. Music.